Corn and cheese. That's it. Oh, that's it? That's it. It was good. Yeah, he had cheese. Cheese for sure. Uh huh. But uh, it's corn and cheese. That's it. Oh man. Four people. They sell that here. Yeah. They, they do. do. It's like it's. They do sell it here. But it's not that it's good. Not the same. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good here also. But, but not like that. Not like that. No. That tastes like Jesus bread. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can live yeah, off it. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> I can live off that. Yeah, that's so good. That's all we. Well, that's all I wanted to eat when we were out there. Yeah, it was so delicious. Good. And usually it comes with like this, um, this cabbage and like this red tomato sauce. It's really good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta learn how to. Up there, exactly. Right. Uh, thank you, ladies, for the... Uh Welcome to Fellowship. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much. You can get involved by going to our chat line on the YouTube channel there, and hate will pass along your questions or comments concerning today's meeting. Merry Christmas, and Merry Christmas to all here as well. Merry Christmas. Next Monday, a week from tomorrow, is Christmas. That's amazing. Mind-blowing. Uh, any questions or comments from anybody here? Anybody have a life this week? Nothing. Amazing. They come to, did you have your hand? Uh, I had a life, but I mean. Oh, you just had your hand with it. Oh, okay. I, um, my, I realize that most people are not going to make it. Sorry. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> most people are not going to make it because it's a lot of work, and most people don't want to do a lot of work. They want an easy way, and this life, the real life, is not going to come easy. And yet, it is easy, but most people are not going to do it. How many people are still doing the prayer every morning, every night? And, and you're not doing it? I do it in the morning and I do it midday. I don't always do it before I go to sleep. Right. And how about you? Yeah, no, I don't do it. And, and why not? Uh, since I've been coming to church consistently, kind of, and doing the, uh, like the monthly men's meetings, I feel great. Uh, I'm not saying that I don't need to do the silent prayer, but right. like it's just coming to church every week is helping a lot. But I know eventually, I don't know if it's going to wear off, but. What's going well? Like, like it's the feeling that I have from coming to church every day. What feeling do you have? I feel, uh, I feel great. I feel good uh, being able to fellowship and listen to everybody's testimonies and, you know, give my testimonies. So, yeah. 
and that's why you don't do the prayer because if it feel good from being here. Yeah, oh, but, okay. but like, even but you know even if I wouldn't have been coming to church, I still probably wouldn't be doing the silent prayer. But I mean, right. so far it's, I know it's just like a band day, but I, I will. Okay. And why don't you do it every night? I get sleepy. You get sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, but you know what's funny? Actually, this week. Um, That's amazing. This week. That is no. <laughs> this week, actually, something somewhat interesting happened. I was um, heading to work, and uh, in my apartment building, I have this neighbor. He's a stranger to me, but we see each other every once in a while. And um, I was heading down the hallway, and he was ahead of me, and I was walking behind him in what is my natural pace, and he walks a little bit slower than I do. And I was kind of zooming past him. And you know, I always say good morning. And in Spanish, he basically says to me, wow, you're always moving fast. And it was just really interesting in that moment when he said that. I, I already know this about myself, that I move fast. But yeah. I thought it was really interesting that a stranger, like somebody who doesn't know me, can pick up and can see things about me that sometimes I just forget about. Yeah, amazing. And, and um, so when I heard him, <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, I mean, I already know this about myself, and I know that I need to slow down a bit more. But it was just... Yeah, I have a friend who... I was just talking to them the other day. They need to slow down, too. They won't slow down. Yeah. And it's interesting to see a person that won't slow down. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Um, and that's why when I, I do it in the morning, like I always start my mornings off really slow, and I do the prayer, and I slowly get up. And then during the day, things move fast. And then they move so fast that by the time I'm home, I'm, my body's physically tired and I'm just sleepy. So I have no problem getting into bed and, you know, going into sleep, but I don't do the prayer at right. the moment. Because well, just let God know that you don't need to be aware at night you're sleepy. I'll tell him. You don't need to be aware when you're sleeping. I'll tell him. All right. <laughs> and you don't do it either? Uh, I only do it in the mornings, uh, not at night. Right. Uh, and why not at when night? When I wake up, uh, I just I do it. You know, it takes about half an hour. Well, I make why it not half at an night? Hour. Uh, you know, I get home and then uh, the only time I have, the only time of the day I have time to watch the show to finish watching the show is in the afternoon, and I watch it. I watch sometimes the whole three hours of the show, right. and I just fall asleep. Amazing. You know. But well, you, I, only, I only do it in the mornings. Well, you're in a meditative mode when you're watching the show anyway, so. That's, That's all it counts? Yeah. Right? So I do it every day then. You're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I have a question, like, as far as, like, doing the silent prayer, because I, I, uh, that's my, uh, one of the um, reasons why I don't do it, is because it's hard to do it at night. But, like, so is it okay to, like, because I, I <clears throat> when I go to sleep at night, I can't just like just go to sleep. I gotta like wind down, and it usually take a couple of hours. So like, is it okay to do the silent prayer and then just be up for like three hours and then go to sleep? Yeah, or, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could, I could start doing that then. Yeah, absolutely. I realize that most people are not gonna make it for several reasons. They they won't do the work because it takes a lot to keep your eye on yourself. It really does take a lot because we have grown up not keeping an eye on ourselves. We just kind of let self run wild, take on whatever the world throws on us, 
and just arguing and worry and doubt and just taking on and blame and and then we go to church when we become miserable and the preacher said we'll just read the bible come down and accept jesus that's how easier because they say no word to walk down front and accept jesus lord and savior and now you're saved and then you're still miserable but when it comes to working on yourself, it's the last thing that people want to do. I meet people all the time now, everywhere I go, and I ask, they say, oh, you really helped me. You helped me. Uh, and so I ask, do you do the silent prayer every morning and night? Ah, uh, not really. Sometimes, I don't know how people expect to become aware if you don't practice being aware by sitting still and observing. I don't know how you're gonna let go if you don't see that you need to let go. And most people are not gonna let go. There is absolutely nothing, zero, that we can do to change ourselves. We can't change ourselves at all. We cannot change our nature from, from the old nature to the new. And there's nothing you can do. And so you, and, so you're just going to be miserable the rest of your life all in the name of God because you ain't going to be able to do it. You won't give up. And the silent prayer, would bring, it's not the prayer that does it, but it brings you to awareness, to the source that does it. He calls you to bit by bit to let go, let go, let go. And then you will start to see that, wow, I can see a change has happened and is happening, and I know I had nothing to do with it. I just didn't do it myself. You will start to see the change, but unless you pay attention, it's not going to happen. You can continue to argue with yourself. You can carry on, but ain't nothing going to happen. You're going to be old and miserable and blame others for your situation and be afraid of the world because most people are afraid of the world. They're afraid that they can't deal with the world, not realizing that it's not the people of the world, it's them, it's in them. The fear is inside of them, it's not out there. And they won't overcome that fear. Most people will never, never let go. You're not gonna change and nothing's gonna happen until you work on you. It's to seek the kingdom of God, is the most, it's the most important thing you can do. Then everything else will start to work out. And there is a God and he will change you if you want it. But it ain't gonna happen no other kind of way, so. I understand it. Christ understood it when he was here. God understands it, but they don't care. So I don't care. I'm just putting it out there for you. And every opportunity comes so you can change. He's looking out for you. He's telling you, you can change, but you gotta let go. You gotta completely let go. You gotta let go of the far you. You gotta let go of all those identities, but if you don't see them, how will you let go of them if you can't see that you have them? Everything about you is false. Ain't nothing about you real. And then you have the group that learn this intellectually. They get to the intellect part of it, and that's it. And they think they got it. And then they go out telling people, oh, you need to forgive your mama, you need to do this. And they go out correcting people and they feel good about correcting people, not realize all they have done is taken on another false identity. And God forbid if they applaud the person, it's over. They ain't gonna never let go of the intellect. 
The intellect is evil. The intellect is what you want to overcome. The no-thinking life is what you want or should want. You want a no-thinking life. You want to go through life not thinking, having a zero-thinking life. Uh, but I understand. I totally understand. It takes work. And most people forget to work on themselves. So it's up to you. You can let go and live, or you can hold on to it and die. And for the intellectuals out there who grab the message and run around slamming people with it, you need to watch how you feel about it when you're telling people. Are you feeling good? Are you feeling bad? Are you getting anything from it? Oh, you need to forgive your mama. You need, it's the devil in you. It's the devil. Okay. See what you're getting from it so that you can overcome that as well. All right? Because the intellect is tricking a lot of people. Just like uh, when you read the Bible. You can learn the Bible and you think you know, but all you have is the Bible. Inwardly, you see you're scared. You still have a false happiness. You still this, you still that. But you can die and live. You really, really can. It's amazing, too. It will happen if you work on yourself. So what I want to do is deal with the uh, biblical question from last week. Anybody know what the biblical question was last week? On the three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Um, eight. Can I get a nine? Um, what was the biblical question last week? Oh, I thought you said you knew. Okay. No, I don't. I'm laughing because I, right now I just drew a blank. I'm sorry? I drew a blank. Oh, you drew, you drew a blank? Yeah, but I had something to ask you. But Okay, go ahead. Um, I've noticed that people have a bad habit of telling people how to do a certain thing because I've gone through a lot of changes lately. And if you don't do it their way, they just get mad at you. Yeah. They get mad at you, and, and, and I'm just like, wow. But there had to have been somebody that walked their own path. Like all these people are just going because they don't want to be, they're so scared to be alone. They just, even if they know it's wrong, they just do it with other people because they just don't want to be alone. Like I've, I've noticed what you, it goes with what you said. I've always made easy decisions, so now my life is hard. And now the last couple of years I've been making hard decisions, but my life's getting easier. Like it, 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 it goes exactly with what you're saying. And, and so your question is what? Why? why, why it's okay to feel like, hey, I don't need to follow all those people. I know what's right to do. Like I talk about the silent prayer, and people are like, no, nah, you got to do the hooping and hollering prayer and all this. I'm just like, okay, you guys do you. Be happy. But I'm missing the question. I'm like, it's it, that feeling that I have. That's a normal feeling, right? I don't want to be a follower anymore. I don't want to follow all these people. Oh, you have a feeling that you don't want to be a follower? Yeah. No, that's, let that go. Let that go. Because you want to overcome all feelings. And then things would just fall in place naturally. Um, it's good that you don't want to be a follower, but you can't make yourself not be one. Because if you make yourself not be one, like, oh, I don't want to be a follower. I'm not going to follow anybody. You end up following somebody or something. <laughs> but if, as that old nature is changing, you would naturally not do it. And yet you'll be able to associate it, work with people, and it'll be fine. It, it's the old nature that has to change by itself. And it's enough to know that you want to change, but you can't do anything about it at all. You just have to see it. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. The uh, biblical question from last week. Do you worship yourself? Right. 
And do you? Um, so I used to go to this church, and that church taught me almost kind of how to worship myself. And so when I was younger, I did, up until like my early 20s, and then I kind of realized that it was really ridiculous, and I don't now, because I was able to step out of like that bubble I was in. And then stepping out of it, leaving that church, I was able to see that all they taught us was how to worship <coughs> ourselves. And I, I even did classes to like try to speak in tongues because I thought that was really cool. Um, I always wanted to do the hoop and hollering and all that stuff. And I was like, that is so cool. So I felt, I mean, the pastor and their family, because they did and God would speak to them and they would prophesy to others, they were, we were like worshiping them, so I wanted to be like them. But when I left that church and I realized that it was just fake, I stopped. I, um, I stopped. I realized that it was almost ridiculous to put, How did they teach you to worship yourself? Well, they don't teach us, right? But they expect you to be like them, or they expected me to be like the daughters and be like this perfect little Christian and God would speak to me and you know and so do you worship yourself now no I do not and why do you say no you don't because I actually I don't know but I know you don't that know that you don't or you don't know why you say I no? don't know why I don't but I you don't know see. why you don't worship yourself right oh okay so how do you know you don't worship yourself then because when I was worshiping myself I almost wanted to kiss the ground I walked on and now I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm just a normal person. I don't, I don't worship Give myself. me an example of how you used to worship yourself. Well, I thought I was a perfect Christian. I thought I was, I thought I... Oh, so you worship yourself by thinking that you were perfect? Yep. Oh, I see. I mean, like the perfect Christian, though, because I was pretty judgmental towards others that I thought were not a perfect Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Anybody... Did you, you didn't think about the biblical question? Not this week. And why not? I was off with the fairies this week. Why? Um, <laughs> what did you um, say? I said I was off with the fairies this week. You were off at Here's the fairies? I mean, I mean, I was sick all week, and I noticed, I observed myself that I was distracted this week. Oh, I see. So uh, I didn't, know. You didn't do it? No. Okay. Um, you say you did it? I mean, you, you remember the biblical question? I do. And so do you worship yourself? Um, honestly, I have to answer I don't know, um, only because I'm new to the space that I'm in where I like to know things. I'm, you know, intellectual, I'd like to believe. And so I find that the place that I'm in right now, it's just better to not know. Um, but I did think about it. and. When I thought about it, I think my first answer was yes, um, only because I'm always coming back to myself, what people are doing to me, what, um, what I need to be doing in life. And so my focus is always on me. Um, but going back to what you said about knowing yourself, I'm starting to realize that in a way that I, I didn't really know before. And I'm even what's interesting, and. I think this is a phenomenon that you talked about. It's like sometimes you don't even want to say it because you don't want it to be like the devil to kind of like manipulate it. Um, 
But when I first came here, I honestly had a very hard time listening to people because I was always, the, what was going on in my life was always playing. Yeah. You know, even when you would ask a question, I would never look out into this space and say, there's something that I can learn from somebody else, from their experience. Because the only thing that was playing in my head was how does this relate to me? How does this, how, like I'm always at the center of everything. And I find that to be changing where I can actually listen and get that kind of understanding that you're talking about. Amazing. Or you've mentioned before. But again, no, no, like, oh, I'm getting farther. Or any, no, it's just really, like you said, paying attention to myself yeah. in a way that I didn't before. It's weird, though, because I'm paying attention to myself, <laughs> but I'm not the center anymore. Yes. That That's deep. Yeah. And are you okay with not being the center anymore? Um, I'm learning that the pain subsides. The, yes. The, 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 all of the things that I, like it's like a price I have to pay in order to be the center, and I don't have to pay that price as much anymore. Amazing. It's interesting. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Yeah. Do not turn around. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Um, the young lady here want to respond. Did you remember the biblical question? I did, yeah. And did, do you worship yourself? My first thought was I do. Um, I think I kind of vacillated all week looking at it. I mean, I think there's a part of me. I think it's just something I need to watch as my ego's dying because sometimes I feel like I still can have a tendency to be better than, which would be worshiping. Like if I'm worshiping something, I'm putting them up on a pedestal, it, them, the, whatever. So I think there's still a tendency that I can do that if I'm not careful. Um, but overall, I don't feel like I'm walking around the earth like in a robe, like I, you know, I'm, I'm like I'm really the best. I think it's more just something that I, when my ego is flaring up and trying to fight, I think it's something that is still there. But I don't think. I know I'm not really saying anything right now. I just don't think I'm like, I wake up like, oh, I'm worshiping myself. I don't, I don't think I'm like that. And so do you worship yourself? I'm not. I'm I know. I'm not really clear either. I think, uh, I don't know. Because I, I don't, like, my, like I said, my first instinct was, yes, I do. Because I don't feel like I'm completely, like my ego's 100% dead. But I don't. Because I'm watching myself, I, I feel like I'm aware of so much that I don't think I... So, I don't know. I'm not really saying anything. I don't know. Okay. You don't know. You know, you know I'm just trying to sort it. I haven't... The interesting thing about these biblical questions, though, sometimes, is that I, it, it goes in and I start looking at it and watching it, and then when I sit here is the first time I'm actually speaking it out loud. You know what I mean? So, I feel like I... Everybody's getting the the brain vomit right now, so sorry about that. And so do you worship yourself? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know, I okay. Don't know. I don't nice. know. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Frankie? Yes. And how do you worship yourself? Sometimes when I go out, uh, when I go out and have fun, 
I can see I'm worshiping myself. How you worship yourself? Are you like drunk or stuff? Yeah. You know, whenever How do you worship yourself when you're out? Well, you know, whenever the ego gets excited, you know, uh, lifted, um, then I notice uh, I'm kind of glorifying myself. So, so you worship yourself when your ego is lifted? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's lifted by other people or you? Uh, both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Do I want to respond? Yes, Doug. I think that anytime I'm in my thoughts, I'm worshiping myself. And I, I kind of noticed that this week because my thoughts make me out to be something amazing, I'll say. Right? Every thought that I've, I've kind of watched this week has made me seemingly better than what I am by far. So I, when, when I started noticing that, it, it was kind of strange to me. I, did, I didn't realize I was that, <laughs> it was that way, but that is me worshiping myself. Okay. Once, I, once I believe that, right? Okay. So. Um, the one thing I want you all to know for sure, without a doubt, if you stay with it and you're serious about it, and serious means just letting go. Just, you know, I'm just going to let go. Whatever happens, happens, right? It will change. It's is I want to almost use the word weird, but it's too precious to use the word weird. But I like the word weird. And weird being a good thing, Lord. Um, you, it's, it does change. It will change. And the last thing that that old nature want is for you to change. It doesn't want you to change. It wants you to stay in your hell. It wants you to move fast. It wants you to forget things. It wants you to be miserable, jealous, and envy, and strife, and, or feeling a fake goodness. That nature does not want you to change. And the last thing that it wants is for you to be still because it knows that if you get into the habit of being still and watching, eventually something's going to happen. Because you're t even in your weakest moment, you're still trying to give, you're trying to do it. You're trying to, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's going to happen. But somebody said, be still and know God. Watch yourself. And the, the moment you put the effort into it, the light starts to work for you. But the devil going to tell you it's not working. It's not happening. You don't feel anything. You're not thinking anything. And you're going to stop. But you got to come to know that. The devil, that's just a thought. It's not you at all. A thought is not going to help you. A thought is not going to change you. A thought is just an empty thought. It's not going to make your life better at all. Not one zero. Not one iota. It's just a thought. There's no power in it. There's no life in the thought. There's no nothing. It's just a lower level of thinking. And so you got to get over thinking. Thinking is your enemy. And so when you learn stuff and the devil tell you to, oh, go out and say this to that person, say this, don't say it. Because that's a thought about telling somebody they need to hate their mama. So when the thought comes to tell someone something, don't do it. Because that's from the devil. It's just a thought that's setting you up to have a false sense of feeling. 
a thought is just a thought. And you're going to lose that relationship with thoughts because the light is drawing you to it and you will have a relationship with the light and you will lose your relationship with the thoughts. A thought is just a thought. Yes, ma'am. But it's kind of tricky because when you have the thought, then it kind of serves as like a prompt and it makes you think more thoughts. Yes. But it's in those other thoughts that you don't really think about the original one because in the other thoughts, it seems like you're working it out. You're figuring it out. And the only reason why I've, I've never been able to see that except for this week when I worked on myself. Yes. And I was stuck in a thought for like literally three days. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, something in me just like stopped and was like, stop, like just stop. And when I stopped, I was like, that was never mine to figure out from the beginning. That's right. So that's right. It's tricky because again, <clears throat> it's that one thought that you even I forgot about the first thought. It just it it really like turned me into this person that had to figure it out. So I spent like three days figuring this <laughs> out, and then after the three days, I was like, "What is? Wh how far am I going to go down this road? Like <laughs> I've been spending three days on this. Yeah. I've never been able to." be that disconnected but connected and being able to like see it amazing it was interesting it's deep it's interesting and it but and stay with it because the more you become aware of those thoughts the weaker they become and then they they get mad at you like why are you watching me you know blah 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 right they'll get mad and then if you don't give it to the thought getting mad they'll try to be friendly mm. you know like They'll be friendly, but you don't give it to the friendliness either because it's all fake. They both are imposters. Just don't give it to them at all. I don't care what you're feeling or thinking or anything. Just don't give it to them. And it will get weaker. It's crazy how it's going to change. And all of our lives, we've been trying to change ourselves. You can't, you can't change nothing. You're a fool if you think you can change yourself because you've been fooled by the deceiver. Let, it's crazy. It's crazy how thought is just a thought, but it brings on feelings. And then when the feeling comes, you overreact to the feelings, creating more thoughts. It's crazy. Amazing. Joel, you and I were having a conversation about what you realized. Do you want to talk about that or no? Uh, I don't remember. About how you would change it inside, the change is happening? I don't quite remember. Oh, okay, fine. If it comes up, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely share it. So are you, do you worship yourself? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, how, and why do you say yes? Because I, I find myself still identifying with the ego, and I'm not even trying to do it, or it's not even intentional, or I don't even want to, but I definitely see that I am. And anytime anybody has ego, is you worship yourself. So I definitely, yeah, I do. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. How about here? Yes, sir. And then I come here. Yes, sir. I, I just wanted to say something about worship real quick. Um, so worship, one way it could be defined is like conforming to the, the, the thing that's inside of you. 
And I definitely do that. Um, you worship yourself? Sometimes, yeah. And I'm, how I'm do falling, you do? I'm falling away from it. How do you worship yourself? Um, I have a persona. And you, I'm starting to see. You have a what now? Persona. What's that? Persona, personality, alter ego. Oh, okay. Personalities. Okay. And so I'm starting to see it as I'm watching myself and only myself and paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm starting to see the personas in my life, the things that I get um, a, 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 a thrill from, as you would say. And I'm starting to see those things. And another, another way to define worship is um, getting an image from, from something. When, when something gives you an image, that's another way to worship. Can you give me an example of what you mean by that? So when you, whatever you believe, that thing, you get an image from that thing. So if you're believing your thoughts, if you're believing in God, you can get him as a, his image. But if you're believing in your thoughts, then you believe whatever is the author of those thoughts. And then you get that image. So how does it look practically? That looks practically by you believing something about something and then you changing your behavior as a result of that. Like you believing someone telling you that, oh, I don't, you don't look good or you don't treat people well or you're not this or you're not that. Then you believe that and then you start changing your behavior as a result of that. So you're conforming to the thing that's inside of you and you're also listening to thoughts, which brings you to worship. And what does God's image look like? God's image? Did you mention God's image or something like that? Yeah. yeah what you, does his image If you believe image in God, then you will begin to take on his image. And what does his image look like? His son. I'm sorry? His son. His son, you say? Yes. Oh, okay. Amazing. I'll come back to it. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Do you worship yourself? When I initially heard the question, I, the word worship has negative connotations. For me, so it really, this feeling came up in me of disdain for the word itself. And I'm not sure it should have negative connotations. And then I thought about how the Israelites worshiped the golden calf. And that was definitely something that I viewed as negative when I heard about that story in the Bible. But when I think about the word worship, when I really, as I pondered the question, I thought about it as honoring something and I do honor myself so I would say yes I worship myself in that I do the silent prayer I watch what I eat you know I do my best to exercise and I do all of those things I don't feel that I get on some sort of pedestal in doing that or view myself as superior or anything like that I do it because I honor and how do you I, honor yourself how do I honor myself yeah I honor myself by doing the silent prayer, by watching my thoughts, by being careful of what I eat, what I put in my body, by oh, okay. exercising. And so you, you do worship yourself by honoring yourself, you say? Yes. I worship myself by honoring, okay. What do you think about that? Uh, that's interesting. In, in what um, way? I mean, I think <clears throat> we just got to break down the word worship. I mean, I think in my, the way I see So just relax, everybody. It's just fellowship, really. <laughs> it's not a test. You don't get an A. Uh, yeah, I know. 
I'm not, do I look tense? <laughs> no, I'm just, I feel tense in the room. I'm telling everybody, relax and let the truth flow. Yeah, just relax. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would need to like look up the word worship and get to the root of the word. You know, do you I, know who I mean, worship me? Not by, you know, technical definition. I think when I think of worship, I think of things that I have worshipped, which is like be in awe and reverence and literally lay down everything to, and that's been everything. Do you honor yourself? Do I honor myself? Yeah. Uh, I mean. I like that word, by the way. Do you honor yourself? I would, I would like to think so. I, I, like, you would like to think you honor yeah. yourself? I mean, right now, I'm really stuck on the definitions of both of these words. <laughs> Um, but but I mean, relax. I feel like I honor myself. <laughs> I, you know. So what now? You say you do? Oh, you like I, to think? I, mean, I, I think, think so. I mean, now I'm like hearing words. Now the devil's talking to me like respect, honor, worship, like all these um, boundaries. Like all, there's a committee happening right now in my head. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I would like to think so that I honor myself. You would like to think you do, but you don't know if you do or not. I, I'm really hung up on the definitions of these words right now. Oh. Because um, I feel like this is getting like really technical. Speak up, I can't. This is getting mumbling. technical to me. It's what? It feels technical. It feels oh, okay. like definitive. Like I think worshiping, in my experience of life, I have definitely worshiped things from God and the hoop and hollering to music to people. You know, and I and I can see like that idolistic view of worship is like what Danielle said, like worshiping the golden calf. You know, like okay. so honor. I feel like is a different thing. Like honoring to me feels like the words respect and boundaries and all of these worldly word worldly words that I, I you know. I'm writing notes. I don't remember. I mean, I don't, I don't forget. Know. I mean, I feel like I honor myself. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't actually. Remember. This is like... There's a lot. To, All right. Yeah. The young lady want to respond. Do you worship yourself? And then I come to you. Um, I don't know. But I, I do agree with like everything that, that you said. Speak up. Speak I, up. I love the mic. The sound is up today. I can hear now. Um, everything that she said, I agree with. Just like when what I what did she say that you agree with? When I think about my life and I'm focusing on myself, and I like if someone else is uh, sharing their experience, and I maybe I zone out because I can't like stay focused because I'm focusing. Keep the voice high. Keep it high. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, do you worship yourself? Yeah, I guess that means I do. You do? And how yeah. do you do that? How do I do that? I do that when I leave the present moment and I get lost in a thought. So, okay, so you do wish it yourself when you leave the present moment and you get lost in a thought? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you honor yourself as well? 
hope so. You hope so? Yeah. And why, but you don't know if you do or not. I, I Again, it's a nice little flowing fellowship. Relax. Yeah. Do you, do you, why do you hope you honor yourself? I mean, I guess it depends on the definition, but I, you know, if honoring means like caring for one's self, then yes, I do hope that, that's, that I care for myself. And do you honor other people? Yes. You do? Yeah. And how do you do that? By putting them, by putting their needs before my own and... You put other people's needs before your own? I mean, I'm not saying I do it all the time, but maybe <laughs> once in a but while. But you do it sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, didn't say you say, I just asked. Like, you know, like uh, honoring your parents, right? That is, that is like... You put your parents' need before your own? Again, I, I, I wouldn't say I do it all the time, but I have done it, yes. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yes, sir. And then right here, Nick. I used to worship, what, I, right now I just looked up the definition of worship, and I used to worship the heck out of myself. You looked on Google? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to get, because I'm, I'm not that smart. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I, know, I know my education level, but... Uh, I, I, look, I used to worship the heck out of myself. I used to compare my strength to other people's weaknesses. I used to think I was special. I used to think I was better than everybody. And you know what? My life was a mess when I worshiped myself. I don't worship anything anymore except for God. Okay. And, and how do you worship God? With my silent prayer. That's it. And I just try to do... I just try to... I just basically... You know what? I just try to do the opposite of everything I've ever done. Because everything I've ever done has been a mess. What a mess. What a mess. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, ma'am. Do you worship? Do you, uh, oh, yeah, worship yourself? Yes. Did you think about this question during the week? Yes. And how do you, you say, yes, you do worship yourself? Yeah. And how do you do that? Well, to follow up on this man that I've been talking about <laughs> <laughs> these last couple of weeks yeah. to give you all an ending to the story. Um, I went out to lunch with him and why? Because I still had to see him almost every day and I felt like it's not even about this man, it's this spirit right, that I'm fighting with because I could also recognize the pain in a way because it's this boomerang in my life and I went out to lunch with him and I had this idea that I was going to be calm and peaceful and ask questions and that did not go as planned so is this on yes yeah uh -huh. and um, it was very you know we were talking about other things and then at one point he said you had some questions for me and I already there felt very triggered so I started giving him you know I just saw this like something else taking over you did this, you did that, you manipulated me, all these things. And then he said, well, you know, sometimes you, I was in love with you, but then you get to know someone and you realize that this is not the person that you thought that he or she was. Um, and I was in love with you, but then I got to know you and all my feelings disappeared. Wow. <laughs> And you must have went off there, huh? 
like if we're last week we're talking about this air castle and the thing is that since i had this relationship to this whole thing you know i sat there with the illusion of having feelings for him because i had i was so attached to this experience that i had in myself right yeah. so i was sitting there with the illusions that i was kind of in love with him even though i, I was not right and i felt like a sharp object like stabbed me in the heart and this air castle you know started to crumble and he's like you're cold i'm <laughs> looking for a warm person i'm looking for a, a loving person and you are cold and you are this and you are that and i was holy crap <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That was really intense experience, and I was like sitting there with tears in my eyes, and I even put my head against the table, and <laughs> we were having wine, and I was like, my ego is hurting so much right now. Wow. And um, that is deep. I left that lunch, and I went home, and I called my friend, and I was crying, and tried to justify how a good person I am. And then I sat with it for two days, and then I just realized, he's right, you know, like how, of course I was cold, and I gave that experience to him because um, I was not interested in the first place, and I gave that experience to him, and he's right, you know, so I wrote a message to him and said, you know what, you're right, um, and I'm sorry I gave you, I'm sorry for treating you like that, and and that was amazing to just not, to just really see myself and not, because he was helping my air castle to crumble, right? <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah, but you worship yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have come into the house to worship you. Yes. So, uh, I mean, I was really grateful <laughs> for that experience. Yeah, and good. To, uh, and from, I think, from that moment, I just felt so free and peaceful and I felt, yeah, it's been really good since that, yeah. And it, it's, it, I could have so easily, you know, if I'd not worked on myself to keep on telling this narrative that I'm a victim, that he did this, he did that, uh, then he said that, you know, I could have gone and told all my girlfriends and they could have told me, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Yeah. So I, I sat with that and really had to, you know, sit sit with it and not become a victim. Just yeah, he's nice. right. Let's move on. And I had to see something in myself as well, you know, yeah. and overcome the spirit. And I could feel also that this spirit was letting go of me. Um, yeah. Are you doing a silent prayer every morning and night? Yeah. Uh, stay with it. Yeah. Um, the young lady in the white and then Hake. I saw your hand, right, Hake? Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you worship yourself? Yes. And how do you do it? Just by waking up in the morning and thinking about what I want to do initially. That's why the silent prayer has helped me, because it centered me. And then I'm able to remember. Speak up a little bit for me. The silent prayer has helped me because it's centered me. And then I'm able to remember that life is not about me. 
just like waking up every day in my body, I realized that I automatically think about what I want to do and where I want to go. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. And then I'll put my two cents in a minute. Yes, eight. I have a question from chat. Oh, okay. Um, somebody asks, what's the difference between a thought and an idea? Well, ideas come from thoughts. Ideas come from thoughts. If you don't have any thoughts, you don't have any ideas. Nice. Since you have the mic, do you worship yourself? Yeah. I th uh, yeah. And how do you do it? Everything in my life is towards what I think that I want. Some, my reasons get corrupted into from just doing a good job to like having pride about it or, um, or being self-seeking in, like in friendships and relationships and things. Um, so I, see, I think of that as being kind of like worshiping this selfishness. Okay. Amazing. Yesterday I was dropping some mail at the post office. And so I was coming to the door, I got in my car coming to the door, and there was a tall black guy coming to the, what, the door at the same time I was. And out of nowhere he said to me, he was like this, he's like, oh, I'm in an observation mode right now. I'm in an observation state. I'm like, what? I'm in an observation state. And I'm thinking about my mama. And I can't forgive her because she stole all my money and now she did. <laughs> I was like, what the? And he was, he was like, but it ain't working because I can't forgive her. It ain't working. I can't forgive her. And then he was like, it ain't working, Jesse. And so I went into the post office and another guy was there and a lady, they weren't, hey, Jesse, how you doing? They want me to take pictures and stuff, right? And this guy was still like, it ain't working. I can't forgive my mama. I'm going to have to unsubscribe. I'm not going <laughs> to. I was like, whatever. I'll try to get out of there. And it was so, it was kind of weird, though, but kind of funny, but it was scary a little bit. Because he was a big old black guy. And he was like, I'm about to unsubscribe, Jesse. It ain't working. I'm like, okay, see you later. I'm trying to get to my car, right? And he's screaming down the hall. I mean, down the sidewalk. <laughs> it was crazy. But, um, and I was thinking about your situation, I'm glad that you were not a black woman and that man dumped you like that. You would have called him the N-word so many times. How are you going to tell me that? N-word? Amazing. Um, yes. You, I saw your hand, right? Uh -huh. Oh, okay. I want to make sure. Do you worship yourself? No. And why do you say no? Because I realize that I am nothing. So, so what now? Because I realize that I am nothing. And what do you mean by that? Um, I'm nothing. There's nothing to worship. Okay. And at the time in my life when I thought that I may have worshipped myself, I realized that I was worshipping Satan, my daddy. You were worshipping Satan? He's and how were, you, how were you doing that? Because I was thinking that it was me, but it was not it wasn't me. I was thinking that I could make things happen or I could do something in my life 
that I could have control of something, all those things. But it wasn't me. It was the thoughts. It was me living in my imagination. Okay. Amazing. And last one, did I ask you this already? Okay. Oh, and then Nick, I want to hear from the anchor baby. And then I put my little two cents. Do you worship yourself? Yeah, I do. Did you think about this question this week? I did, yeah. Okay. And do you worship yourself? I do, yes. And how do you do that? By giving myself what I want. Simply just going with, like, little desires. I'll follow that. Like, for example, not doing the prayer. Like, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. Right. And I go with, I want to sleep instead. That, to me, is a form of self-worship. Just going with things that I want just because. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, yes, thank you, baby. Do you worship yourself? I think I do. And, and, and how? Because um, I still compare myself sometimes. To what? To others. And, oh. uh, and so that's me thinking about self, as, which is a strange thing to do anyways. But, um, yeah, I still do that sometimes. I'll compare. I had, I had a good example for you, but I lost you it. You left. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so what are you thinking right now? Um, I don't think I was thinking. Well, Do you honor yourself? That one was, that one was kind of got me. I started to feel something uh, nervous when she said <laughs> that. Uh, I also just was thinking about this whole exchange and how you said that, like, just relax, we're fellowshipping. But I think it's because, and I can't speak for anybody else, but I think that there's, like, this pressure to get it right, to say the right thing. Yeah. And then also, again, the devil is tricky because in this space, I'm thinking, well, if there's something to get, I want to be the one to get it, you yeah. know? Like, if there's some understanding that I'm supposed to have that's why I'm here. I need it, you know, like, so again, just thinking about even just this exchange of fellowshipping and things like that, you always, well, I, again, me, I'm always coming to get something, you know, I'm always like showing up so that I can, you know, figure this out, you know, so that's what I was thinking about. Well, that's good. When you, you said want, honor. You want the truth. Yeah. Even if you can't explain what you're showing up because you want the truth. Yeah. And you know now we deal with the truth here, the real truth. Yeah. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You should want that. Yeah. Um, to answer your question about honor, that yeah. one's tricky because I feel as though I became very, um, like, self-harm. I would like... I, we we had a discussion about me being so addicted to pain yeah and i was so addicted or so attached to pain that even subconsciously i would hurt myself on purpose yeah um and so to honor is like the opposite of that so in my mind i'm thinking honor is not bad you know honor is something that you should do not something that i've done but it's something that i would love to do um, so, do I honor myself? Again, I'm trying not to get the wrong answer, but um, I'd like to say that I would like to. Um, I think honoring someone is a good thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Do you honor yourself? Um, I think so. 
And you, you say you think you do? Yeah. And how do you do it? I think by, um, like Danielle was saying about, you know, trying to work out, trying to eat healthy, trying to like take care of yourself, doing the silent prayer, different things like that. Okay, and that's honor yourself? I think there's multiple ways to honor yourself, but yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, question is, do you honor yourself? Do you worship yourself and do you honor yourself? Um, yes, to worship. Okay, and how do you do that? Um, because I still give in to the thoughts when they get powerful. And I go down this rabbit hole of convincing myself of whatever. And I believe it. And I think when I do that, I start worshiping that instead of believing what God says of being still in that moment. So I think I'm still going to, I'm going away from it, but I catch my, I, I'm aware that I'm still doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. And how about honor yourself? Do you honor yourself? Uh, so you define honor by not hating. I know when, when the Bible says, do you honor your father and mother? Beings don't hate them. Um, I, I think, um, yes, I do honor myself because I neither hate nor love myself. Okay. Interesting. So what do you think about the honor thing that if you heard have feedback? I you still feel the same way? You still say. And so who is the person that you're honoring? Okay, I know what I should say here, okay? Rochelle pegged it as far as her answer was the answer that I would like to say, but that's not I would be lying. And don't say it until you see it for yourself either. Right. You know? I, like, I'm not at the point where I see myself as nothing. I'm getting there. I think that's the, that's the goal for sure. And once I see myself as nothing, because I agree with, with her response that, with Rochelle's response in that, what is there to honor if you're nothing anyway? But I'm not there yet. And so who is it that you honor? The fake me, obviously, yeah. And, and what's the fake you? The me that is um, driven by my ego. Yeah. But I did want to add that there are a couple of responses in here that triggered the um, me to think about the activity or the, the assignment that you gave us. In terms of, do you? Rem I mean, we don't need to go there now, but the assignment. Point, I wouldn't mind. The uh, do you with you, sir? Remember the assignment. It was um, you. What do you in a situation? Instead of figuring out what you can get what the, from the get from the situation. To understand, get, understand it. Right. So okay. I hold. Did, let me we hold, hold that thought, right. and we can. I want to deal with it. Sure. But let me just say. I want you guys to be aware when somebody just say what Rochelle said, whether true or not, don't let the devil lock you down. Because sometimes people can say things, just repeat what they heard. And it is the truth, and, and the devil will make you stop thinking for yourself. You know, he will make, okay, that's it. All right? So just kind of be aware of that, and don't give up yourself like that. That makes sense a little bit? 
Because somebody blurred, you know, just say what been said, and all of a sudden you, your whole mind changed, and now you're ready to just think and say what the person just said because you've heard it before too, and it just it's more to life than just that. You don't want to stop with just with the devil in me and it's the devil and it's this. You you enter the intellect then. You're not supposed to hold on to. Uh, Wisdom or the intellect. That makes sense a little bit. How did you guys feel when you heard what? Can somebody? And then I want to come back to you. Can somebody uh, uh, talk to me about how you felt when Rochelle said what she said? What went through you? Anybody want? Okay. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And then here, you want to respond to that? Okay. I, I mean, I respect the response. It's like a very humble response. The only, I mean, the question that went through my head is like, I, I can't imagine looking at another person, like for example, you and say, Jesse, you are nothing. You can't imagine saying that? No. Why not? It just doesn't feel true when God like you know, tells us that we are his children. I can't imagine God saying, you are nothing and you are my child. And what would happen if I told you you are nothing? I mean, the world would keep going. <laughs> can you handle someone telling you that you're nothing? Yes. You can handle it? How about if I told you that you're not even worth a piece, you're not even a dong, worth a dong? <laughs> I mean, and I mean, you know I, what I dong say is, this, right? How did the Bible say that? Something like that. Yeah, we're not even worth it. Uh, Honestly, I would feel confused because, like, <laughs> I, I can't imagine Jesus. It's in the Word. There's, a, there's so many other messages in the Word as well, and I find it interesting that, that we too? would. Um, I can't accept that, but at the same time, I wonder why we don't also introduce the other words. What other words? That's. You know, like you are a child of God, you're perfect, and and why do you need to hear that? Because when you when you find out you ain't worth a a, a pile of dump, okay. that feel bad, right? I mean, I guess it depends on who's saying it to me. If but does it feel bad to know you're not worth a pile of dump? Does it feel bad? I I don't. I feel weird. <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> But it does make sense, because at the end of the day, we all die, we'll go into the earth, we'll fertilize, you know, whatever. Which would feel better for me to tell you you're not worth a pile of dump, or that you're a child of God? Which feel better? Which feels better? Yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I said it was It's clearly the second one feels better. But I, I'm sorry? I, all I'm, okay, all I'm saying what? is this. Clearly the second one feels better. What was the second one? That I'm a child of God. That feel better than knowing you a, not a pile worth of dump. a pile of dump. <laughs> that I'm not worth. What? But what if I have dump in me? Doesn't that make me equivalent to dump? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you say what a pile? Of, what is a pile of dump? <laughs> I can't believe I just said that online. <laughs> it's okay. They can't see me. A pile of dump is something you did this morning before you left home. <laughs> what? What was that? A pile of dump is something you did this morning before you left home. Um, and then you flushed the toilet. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> all, I'm, I'm, I guess it's just a sincere question of, 
you know, like, to see, my, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm just speaking for myself. Okay? Right. I can take that I am not worth a pile of dump. I can take that. Right. But I don't believe that that is ultimately the only message of God when he clearly says <laughs> other things. So I just wonder sincerely why we all, like why that is the focus instead of both messages. That's to destroy all. your ego. Okay, so again, yeah, I agree. It's a, like, because if I tell you here every day, oh, you're a child of God. You're just going to feel good. And then when I say you're not worth a pile of dump, you're going to go back to feeling bad. So you want to overcome the, even the feeling of when I say or someone say you're a child of God, even that feeling is evil. To to hear that and feel good about it is evil. I I to, I completely understand on a intellectual level both messages right, and that we need to overcome our feelings. I guess the part that I am confused about is like, why would God say all of this to us knowing that it's going to elicit these feelings? He should just say, I don't know, thou shalt not feel anything. That is the 11th commandment. <laughs> the reason he say those things to you so, so you can see that it's not you. You can identify his voice over the voice of the devil. He's trying to guide you toward life, toward death, so you can die and have life. And all thoughts must die. You just got to die. <laughs> <laughs> you should want to die from the, e the ego to death. That's all way you got to have life. There's no other way. That's amazing. Huh? But the ego want to always hear good news about itself so it can get a feeling. That's why I said to you, how come we don't never, why don't we say I'm a child of God? Why do I have to say I'm, a, I'm not worth, I'm a pile of dung? It's, it's, it's telling you that. <laughs> so you can look for a good feeling. It's like boot camp. So what now? It's like boot camp. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's boot camp. And you're at war, and yet you're not fighting the war. The light of God is fighting the battle for you. And it's not even a fight because the light has no concern for the darkness at all. It's just the darkness is trying to destroy the light. But the light, for the light, it's no challenge from the darkness, period. It has no concern. And that's what you're going to get when you see what's going on inside of you. You will get to a point where you have no concern for the darkness at all. Zero. If you stay with it, it will happen. Thank you. All right. So, did I see your hand about what Rochelle said? How did you feel about it when she said it? I'm sorry? Yeah, it was kind of a wavering hand. Um, uh, what were your thoughts and what went through you when Rochelle said what she said? It, it, I think she rang my bell like, <clears throat> about a lot of things that happened this week where her and I specifically were in a conversation where I, even talking it through, I could start to see... No, but what I'm asking is, did it make you want to, like, end the conversation, no more conversation about it because she said what she said? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. I think it just kind of, like, it just rang my bell to, like... 
really, I don't, I just, I feel like, I don't know how to, I have, here's, here's the truth of it all. I'm going to be really honest. I have so much revelation and so much to say all the time that I don't know. I'm getting to the point of not being able to formulate a sentence, and I feel like Rochelle could probably attest to that, like in a couple conversations that we've had this week. So to get to the answer, what was the question? Did it? I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe you have too much revelation now. Did it shit make you want to like just end what she said? What it she just said? Kinda, I just kind of, it make, just rang it, my bell. It changed yeah. your mind and made you want to uh, end the it conversation. It didn't change my mind. It just, it just rang my bell. I mean, it didn't have, I didn't have any feeling about continuing or stopping. I okay. just kind of, it was like a, I don't know. All right. A bell ringing. Yeah. The young lady behind you want to respond and then here and then, and then here. Did it did it shut that shut you down in any way when she said what she said? It, it shut me down, but in a different way. It, in what it, way? It shut me down because of a, something different. When she said it, I literally said she's lying. <laughs> I literally said she's not telling the truth. Like there's no way she feels that. And, and, and then it, it shut me down because I was just like I had already dismissed her her statement that she's lying. Uh, that's that's not true for anyone. And what made you think that she was lying? Because it seemed too perfect of the answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Hold that thought. That's deep. Mm -hmm. Right here. Did it have effect on you? You said you had your hand, right? Yeah. This is so good. But anyway, I love working on life. Uh, and what type of effect did it have on you when she said what she said? Well, I've been experiencing longer periods of emptiness where I almost feel numb or empty. And then I thought, you know, it's so easy to say things or even hear or to people that I talk to, I can say, you know, no mind, no thoughts, all of that. And don't overreact. And then you have like one little moment, even though I've experienced like longer periods of emptiness and a sense of nothingness and kind of detaching to all these identities and ideas about myself. And then there is this one moment of interaction, and there's like a slip, you know, where I all of a sudden, why did I say that, or so, why, why did I lie? So when she said what she said, that's what affected you? It affected you that way? No, what I, did you think I, about what she said? Yeah, I was, I was just like thinking about how I relate to that, and just that I'm not there, because I still have all these identities, right, that I feel attached to, and... Yeah, because I guess the emptiness is that you have no identities at all, right? And I still feel like I have identities. And I still have moments where I, instead of not reacting, I lie or I have an emotional reaction to it. And that is definitely far away from nothingness. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, he had his hand. Yeah. You had your head about what Rochelle said, right? Oh, man, it was so deep what she's saying. Um, it makes you want to, uh, what, smack your mama, like you say? So when she said what she said, you felt that was deep? Yeah, because a lot of the times, you ever heard that saying, uh, like, unearned wisdom uh, or uh, unearned knowledge doesn't belong to you? You ever heard that? No. So when... She said what she said, she was absolutely true. Because if you worship yourself, you're really not worshiping yourself, you're worshiping the devil. 
but that truth belongs to her because she's sought that out and it doesn't belong to anyone else who hasn't sought that out okay and so that's why so when she said wrong, that that's what went through your mind yeah i was thinking about all these things i'm sharing actually. okay and because when you when you take someone else's truth that they've gone through what uh, the ego process of dying to and god has revealed that to them to you it seems impossible and it seems almost um not real to say because you're in the darkness of your mind and you can't perceive that yet the darkness can't perceive the light okay and also too i want to say real quick the the done the piece of done is right and right up there with pop them in the head as all time segments <laughs> for church amazing <laughs> Amazing. Yes, ma'am. And then the young lady right here want to respond. And then I want to get to your question. This is, go ahead. I just, you know, as I'm sitting here Speaking listening, to the microphone. As I'm sitting here listening to this and really pondering it, it's, it, I feel so uncomfortable. With you the do? Very much so. It's depressing to me to get, <laughs> like, how in the world, like, what does that even look like to be nothing? Like, you know, like, what... It just sounds so extreme. It sounds so unattainable. And it sounds like I could work 24-7, not even go to a job, and sit at home and do nothing but this. And <laughs> I would never, ever make it to that point. And it's almost depressing. Like, I feel like I want to cry. Like, right now, I'm relating to, like, I feel like tears want to just come down because, and then, I, there's so much that I enjoy in life. Does that go away? What happens? And when? <laughs> I understand. And I'll get to I that. I'm annoyed right now. You are? Yeah. And you feel annoyed right now. And what's the feeling? Just annoyed. I'm depressed. Like, I'm not a depressed person, but this feels very oppressive and depressing and black and dark and gloomy. <laughs> and it just doesn't sound appealing. And, and, and why not? Because nothing is nothing. And nothing like, from nothing, lean nothing. You gotta have something. Right. If you wanna be with me. You gotta have something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who else feel that way? Jesse, chat wants you to repeat what she said, because you keep on asking people about what she said. What did Rochelle say? Oh, <laughs> she said, in, in response to, do you worship yourself? She said, no, I don't worship myself, so I'm nothing. And what did you say? You can say it better than me. Huh? The false self. Right. I said, um, I don't worship myself because I am nothing. I realize I'm nothing. Speak up for me. Also, that um, when I did think that I worship myself, I wasn't really worshiping myself. I was worshiping, worshiping Satan because I was believing into the thoughts and into my imagination. That's what she said. You got a chat. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Rochelle. Well, kind of yes. Add one more thing, and yeah. that is that, like, okay, is it semantics then? Like, it's okay to exercise. It's okay to watch what you eat. It's okay. It's obviously okay to do the silent prayer and those things that I described as honoring myself. Right. So now are we, is this just semantics now? Is it just a word that doesn't really, you, do you still do those things? Are you saying, I think, I believe what I'm hearing and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're saying you do these things 
that so-called honor yourself, however, you don't think about it or you just do it as it comes? Is that? I'm, I'm going to get to that. Joel will have his hand. Okay. Let me take a few more hands and I'll come to it. Because yeah, we're right out of time. Yes, Joel. Yeah, I was just saying that just quickly. In response to Rochelle, right? In response to her and then her answer about the, 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 the pile and the nothing. The dumb. Right. Okay. The only difference from the I am nothing and then the pile of dumb, I don't even know what, there's so many different variations of dumb, dong, I don't know what you said. Bathroom stuff. Right. The only difference is the judgment attached to it. So the nothing, the judgment of nothing feels like bad, it's not good, and then the judgment of pala whatever is um, negative. So it's just a judgment that's placed on the head when they both are the same thing. Nothing is still, is not a bad thing, nothing's a good thing, depending on how you look at it. But the pala dong is nothing either. It's just a judgment attached to it because you're looking at it as a great thing. She's looking at it as a negative thing, but it's just judgment about it. I'm looking at so, what as a great thing? Pile of like, You're right. I don't see pile of no great thing. <laughs> what the? But it's in the sense of being nothing is what we're supposed to be, what, we're, what we should be. But if you have a judgment as nothing as that's bad, then you're going to feel bad. But it's just a judgment. That's right. If you... If you put no judgment on a period, it would be nothing. Right, you could be a pile or you could be a nothing. Right, it would be nothing. So what, what do you think about what she's feeling right now? Um, or what Rochelle said? Do you remember, what did you think when Rochelle said what she said? What went through you? What went through me when she said, I mean, it made sense. It made sense? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, yeah. Anybody else want to respond on what Rochelle said? Yes. Kind of... Um, just to kind of develop what I was saying, not because somebody else said something, but sometimes you just don't have the words to how you're feeling because the feelings are so intense. But I think the reason why I said she's lying because it sounded too perfect, I looked at, and no offense, I'm sorry, Rochelle, this is no not apologize. Okay, but We're I, I didn't see, when she said it and I said it felt like she was, it was too perfect, in my mind, I had judged her and said, but she's not perfect. And so how can she be saying something so perfect when she's not perfect? And again, that's not mine to, to make, that judgment, it just happened in that moment and it disqualified her and everything that she said because right. she's not perfect. Yes. Do you think it was like a a little bit of jealousy that she has this perfect? You don't answer? want to speak into. I lean on this. I lean on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's leaning up against the wall, and we have things on the wall that if you lean up against it, it'll fall. And for the sound, and you're a black, you know, black people love lean up. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like a little bit of jealousy that, you know, she has this answer that maybe you're wrestling with and... Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the jealousy would be in her answer. I think the jealousy would be in if, her, if, she, if what she's saying is true, where she is. And I'm like, dang, I want to be there. I'm not there. How can she be there? Yeah. So, yeah, jealousy, yes, but not... How did you feel when she said you were lying? No way. You felt no way? No way. Um, 
Doug, did you, did you remember what Rochelle said? What went through you when she said that? Um, at first I was like, interesting. But then I always kind of listen to the things and I, some of it, it seems to be like a canned response, a bond answer, I'll call it. And um, so I thought that, it sounds like a bond answer. And then I thought, I wonder how many bond answers I've given. So <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's what I thought. Um, and you say you felt nothing when she said you were lying. And, uh, speaking to the mic for me. No, I felt no way. Oh, okay. She told the truth. You were lying. It was just perfect learned answers. I don't... It had no life. It was all intellect. It was just made up. And that's I, what she saw. Don't doubt what you see. And, but understand, don't judge her. Don't put it down, but it was all intellect. It was flat. It may have been flat, but from my experience, like I've been coming here, I listen. And of course, it would sound like a perfect bond answer. It wasn't a perfect bond answer. It was a perfect intellectual lie. Because? It's all learned. And I'm telling you this because I hear it all the time now everywhere I go. And not a Jesse answer, not a bond answer. It's a lie. You're stuck in the intellect. And I want you to be aware of that. So you can be unstuck because wisdom should not be learned. It should not be just robotically repeated in that way. It's not from God. And you're holding on to, to it, and that's all you're getting. Let it flow right through you like you would the lie or anything else. Just let it flow. It, 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 was, it wasn't, it was nothing. That, okay. I'll accept that, but... From my experience coming here, listening, like I, I look forward to coming here because I learn something every week and I apply, not, I don't just listen, I apply it to my life in reality. And how do you apply it? By doing the silent prayer. It was in the silent prayer that I seen that it wasn't me. What the, the thoughts, that everything that was going on. I'm not saying that you have not discovered some things. But I'm telling you that what you did today was a lie. Well, I do understand that it, I'm not nothing. It was totally robotic. It was learned. And most people won't tell you that because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they don't want to, you to stop coming. Or, but that's the wrong reason not to tell you the truth. We should love one another enough here, at least in this room, when we see that somebody is faking it to be able to say it. Well, what do you mean that it was learned? Like, because I'm looking at it like it's my experience. Like, I've really, like, my, I again, know. Again, I'm not saying that you have not. Right. But what you said today was all robotic. It was just learned stuff. It had no life in it. It was just robotic. And so just pay attention to see if it's true or not. Okay. And watch that. Okay. How are you feeling right now? I'm just trying to understand what do you mean by... What are you feeling and thinking right now? Just What's trying to understand right now? what... Right now, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to understand what you mean by robotic. It was... Like the young lady said, it was just learn stuff. It wasn't you. It was all learned. That, what you said, is more of a pure intellect. And anybody could have said it. If you've been coming here for three days, 
anybody in this room could have said the same thing. That's why I asked of you what went through you when she said it. But she's the only one that can be honest with you. Because she loves you. Well, um, I, I, just, uh, I still don't feel like nothing. Okay. Like, I don't feel attached to anything. Okay. Except for working on myself. Okay. Amazing. So what are you thinking now? I don't. I literally am thinking that's not why I said that. <laughs> it was the truth. When you first said what you said, it was the truth. Yeah. Amazing. Did I see your hand? Did I want to come back here because I want to deal with this too? Okay, let's go here. Um, so we state your question for me if you remember about last Sunday question or something like that. Oh, I was wanting, if you want, we can save this for next no, Sunday no, no. or another time though. Go ahead. Um, well, it's about how you were tasking us for the week to, um, how is it framed, to look at, um, figure out, now I'm, now I'm zoning. I'm thinking about this Rochelle thing. What do you think? I mean, I'm like, I was, as that whole exchange was taking place, I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times have I had some rote, robotic answer and thinking that I'm so wise and sage? Yeah. I what, mean, I have to watch that too, is what I was thinking. We all do. That's really, because when I'm out now, I hear it a lot. It, like people just said, but when I ask them particular questions, inwardly they're not free. They're still at night. They're still going through. They're lonely. They're emotional. But what I want to tell you is like when you were feeling all that way a few minutes ago, what were you feeling? Like just all of a sudden, depressed, kind of a, an oppressive spirit. Like okay, depressed. what I want you to know, and without a doubt, that's not you. That thing in you is hearing the truth, and it doesn't want you to accept the truth. So it's having a fit inside of you to get you, to distract you, to prevent you from accepting the truth that's been said in this room today. It doesn't want you to accept it. It wants you to think that that's you feeling depressed. Well, I'm nothing, and what I'm going to be if I'm just nothing. I, I'm this or that, right? That's not you saying that. And that's not you having the vibrations from it, the feelings, the thrills from it. It's not you. When that happened, that's what you want to take to God by letting it happen. Fear and trembling. That's the fear and trembling. That thing is fearing and trembling in you right now because it doesn't want you to accept what's happening so that it has to die. It wants you to defend it by saying, oh, I'm depressed right now. What am I doing it? It's not working. It's not you at all. There is no you. Right. I think I'm having trouble, if I'm going to be honest with myself. I've been coming here for months now, and I know that you, you, this is your message. It isn't you. It's the not you. And I hear that, and I'm like, do I even understand that? Like, I can't distinguish what's me and what's not. Like, I'm still not at the point. I'm getting it. I, I think I'm getting little glimpses of it. Yes. But it's so, but it, but it, it comes in glimpse. Okay. That's why I'm telling Rochelle. That doesn't mean she hasn't found the light or the light is not there. But she got to be careful that the Satan don't teach her the message. Okay. And just blurt it out and 
whatever, right? But um, so he give you glimpse, but eventually the glimpse grow more and more to the light. So I want you to repeat what I just said about what you were feeling and thinking about being depressed or who am I? I don't, I don't know what to do right now. You were saying that that is that spirit in me that's shivering and shaking, and it isn't. It, it isn't me. Every human being think that that's them. Okay. Well, just to say this, and just to say, well, you're another, well, you're another, and you feel like something. That's not you. The fear and and trembling is what we go to God with. By not doing anything about it, but just to be aware of that. When that come. I'm glad it happened because you're the first somebody I heard in this means that it happened right when, well, not the first, but that's what you go to God will come as you are in fear and trembling because God will destroy that darkness. That's not you. Don't try to escape from it. Don't, well, you're going to be afraid of it because you have fear that come with it. But just let it be. Welcome that feeling. And what our Rochelle is feeling right now knowing that she lied <laughs> and that lie sounded good because in reality it is the truth but it's the intellectual truth it's the bible it's like quote the bible um whatever she's feeling she need to watch it don't deny it don't run away from it don't get with your little girlfriends and let them talk you out of going through what you got to go through to get past it if you feel embarrassed, if you feel, don't let anyone take that pain away from you. You go to God with it by staying with it. Just seeing it, but yes, I feel this way. Yes, I see those thoughts. I'm embarrassed. Because in reality, you're not embarrassed. There's no you. You're not feeling the same way. There's no you. This thing is feeling it. That's the thing that we have to take to God. That's what he means by come as you are. All messed up. A bag of dumb. Done. That makes sense? Who don't understand that or agree with it? Does that make sense a little bit? It does. I mean, I, I yes, it makes sense. I just, I, I have this fear of, you know, getting to this point, like not really, I don't, it's no, a say conversation. It. Go ahead. I mean, I just, like, I hear you talk about these people who, get so far in and then they can't take it and they turn back around and go back away from it. I, yeah. I can relate, to, not that I want to do that or even I'm thinking about that, but I do have this fear at times of this being so overwhelming and so complex that, am I, like, am I going to be one of those people? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, and yeah. I know that that's not really what I want to do, but I, I, it's just complex. I, I don't know. I'm at this cross. I'm at this place right now where I'm like, what is happening? It's it's big. It's very big. Anybody want to respond to that? No. Yeah, Joe. Um, just from you know, I, I've experienced just like an overwhelming um, reaction or overreaction. It's just really a, an overreaction because Satan tends to give us these thoughts that create these judgments about right and wrong and we shouldn't do this and we're not this when obviously in the moment we're doing the best we can, we're doing the best with what we know, but these judgments create these overreactions when everything is totally fine. I want to tell you, that's not you.
I went through that and felt overwhelmed. It's like, this ain't worth it. And it, and it makes you feel like you want to just give up and go back to your old life, your old life, right? But once you get to that point, even though the devil tell you, oh, this ain't worth it, you, uh-uh, you want to go back to your old life, you cannot go back. Because when you think about the old life, the old life was hell too. And so you cannot go back into hell because now you have a piece of heaven, right? But this thing that's feeling overwhelming and you just want to let it go, what, what am I fighting for? I'm never going to get there. It's a lie. You will get there. That steel, that wrong spirit, that wrong nature in you that's having a fit to the light. You, just feel, you do feel the pain in your body. You do feel the overwhelming thoughts are happening, right? But just know it's not you and let it happen. Fall apart. Okay. Let go and live. Just let go. You can't change that. The light of God, God himself will change that. That is the spirit of evil inside of you. And it can get overwhelming. It can make you want. But if you stay in the light, even in your fears and in your doubts and in your worries and your whatever you stay present as best you can and you'll be in and out you get past it it will die that's that false identity that is dying i promise you that i promise you promise you promise you that and even if you do say oh that's me for a while it's not you because you're so used to being identified with it right those are layers and layers of evil spirits, false identities that are dying. And that's the only thing that's shaking right now is that thing inside of you. You're never going to get there. This is too much. How long will it take? It's easy to just sprout off the information, but it's hard dying because it does feel like it's really us and it's not. It's not us dying. And don't let anyone save you from dying. Nobody or nothing. Don't let anyone save you from it. You must die. Because you're going to always have somebody there to help you not die. You're going to have that. Oh, it ain't that bad. Oh, he don't know what you're talking about. Oh, do you believe that? Somebody's going to be there to help you not die. And something inside is going to be there to help it not die. Because it's got to die if you want to live. You must be born again in order to live. And there's some, even in married couples, wife, don't try to save the husband. Husband, don't try to save the wife. Wife, don't let the husband save you. Husband, don't let the wife save you. Don't let your husband and wife always try to give you the answers. You need to experience this yourself. You, you need to be in your head for three days and finally realize I was in my head. Not because somebody come along and say, oh, you're in your head. That ain't saving you from nothing. That's outward help. You want inward help. You want all your help to come from within. So don't let nobody pout you with this. Suffer. Suffer. Yeah? Yes, ma'am. And then, then help, hold on to the mic for a minute. I'll come back to you. Well, I have a question. When, uh, before, when you said that she pointed out that she was lying and you said... You know, she's the only one here that loves you because she told you the truth. Yes. <clears throat> so, you know, and then relating to what you just said, you know, that we should not let other people to point it out to us. Like, 
I feel like that is in one way like saying both things, right? Like when should we, like when do we tell the truth? Like when do we the, point it out to other people? You know? A whole wrong question. I promise you, when it's time to tell somebody the truth, it's gonna come by itself. It's not gonna come in the head. It'll just, you, you'll just find yourself saying the truth. And you won't think about it, you won't feel anything about it, and you will know it's not you, you're just an instrument that the truth is coming through. When it comes from the intellect, it comes from the devil. When you're in your head about it, it's just like learning the Bible, it's just knowledge. But the truth will speak for you, through you. Just like the devil speaks through you, the truth will speak for you and through you. You will know when to. You would know when to without even knowing that you knew to. <laughs> Can you say it that way? You would know when to even before you knew to. You won't know until afterward that, wow, that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, God loves us and he's in us and he, he, he has made the way. Everything is done. But you got to watch. You got to watch. You got to sit at the gate. I wish I had that scripture I saw in the Bible. You got to sit at the gate and just watch for the Father. I mean, you got to watch those signs. And you'll see the Father hand at work. And it ain't a feeling. It ain't a thought. It just is. That makes sense? Yes. I mean, I, I, I notice with myself when I have conversations, you know, and again, there's no judge. Sometimes there might be judgment, but most times I feel it's just, you know, I see the spirit at work the same way I can recognize it with myself. And I see like, yeah, that's a lie, lie, lie. Yes. And then sometimes I do say it and I can feel, I can, I can understand what you're, what you're saying. But sometimes I, I observe it and then I want to say it and then my mind says, don't say it, say it, don't say it. You know, it's like the battle in when the that, head. When that war start, let it pass. Yeah. Don't say it. Just let it pass because it's like when one of the young ladies is saying one thought coming after another one. Right. It's just one thought after another. Yeah. Let it pass and just watch it. Yeah. Just watch it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Amazing. Does this make sense a little bit? Mm -hmm. In what way? This is so good. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been on like a ride today. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been on like a, a ride. You know, like a roller coaster ride where we've kind of gone round and, you know, we're at the end of it. Yeah. Um, I think really everyone's just kind of in their own spot in the sense that they're own, everyone's dealing with their own things that they're trying to overcome and everyone's at different places in the Everyone journey. dealing with the devil. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And as long as we listen to thought, you're in the same place, you ain't nowhere. Mm -hmm. But wait, just don't give up though. That's what I'm telling you. Don't give up. Because the fact that you've gotten something in little drip, drip, drips, flash, 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 it get brighter, 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 brighter. It become freer, 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 freer. I'm telling you. And every human being that goes through this, take their path, this is the path they have to take. Jesse Peterson, Jesse Peterson, mama, I don't care who it is. They go through the same thing. It feels like, I just don't want to do this anymore. It doesn't seem like it's working. I want to go play with my friends. This is boring. Uh, but it's not you screaming. That's the darkness screaming because the light is shining on it.
Yes. I was saying, I think if you do, like, you know, when you, it gets so hard sometimes, you're just like, oh, like, sod it, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. If you do go back, it's, in a sense, even double the hell because now you know better. Going you know back? I mean? Yeah. Going back is even worse. It's even more torment because you were making progress, even if it's, like, a couple of steps forward and a step back and then a couple Absolutely. of steps Absolutely. You know I mean? Like, you know better now with the information and everything that you've been overcoming. So, yeah, I think it's more hell to go back. You so can't, you ain't, the devil tempt you to go back, but uh-uh, you have a reflection on where you come from, you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> this is, even though this is hard, this is still a little better. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little better. Uh, I, what? <laughs> Let me take here first, and then, Joy, don't forget your thought. I saw his hand first. Is, are you guys, what y'all think about this? This is so deep. This is the best me we ever had. Yes. I, I think it almost seems like when we're going through the process of waking up, or myself, right? Going through the process of waking up, I think I went through a form of resistance that I didn't want to do it, but I knew I had to do it. And then I went for forgiving, which was a big step. Yes. And then the devil was like, okay, you're done. You forgave. But then there was more to overcome, more thoughts to, that were just thrown at me. And it seems like how you describe, like you're going away from it. The more you're going away from me, right? The more I'm going away from the devil, he starts like pulling stuff out of his back pocket. Like, Absolutely. Here, remember that thought you had six yeah. years ago? Boom. And then remember this argument? Boom. And yeah. He'll start throwing stuff at, and then I'll trip, and then he'll bring me back. And then like that isn't even worth it, right? So you might, you're safe for over here. Yeah. Like that, I don't know. It just, it's, that's just how I interpret it. Right on. Stay with it and watch. All you have to do is see it. There's nothing else that's required. You just need to see it. Put no work into it, but seeing it. Just see it. Yeah, Joel. I was just saying, uh, uh, also allowing um, ourselves the space to be wrong, too, because God, the way I view it, is God allows us to be wrong. Like, He's not judging us, but we think God is like, don't do that. You're wrong. You're wrong. And that's Satan trying to make you feel guilty. But just giving yourself the space to learn and grow. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And fall down, as you were saying, fall down, get back up. A thousand times, get back up. Get back up, get back up. Because in reality, in real reality, we are not wrong. It's that thing that's in us that's wrong. In real us, there is no right, there is no wrong. There's no up, there's no down. There's no shyness, there's no embarrassment, there's no nothing in the real us. But in this fake us, all those things exist. As a matter of fact, in the real us, you don't even have, like I, I mentioned the doctor, like she's like dumb. <laughs> but yeah, she want to be a child of God. Uh, no, I'm playing. There's no judgment on that at all, zero. There's zero, it's impossible to judge when you're in the light. You can't judge. Dogs sound funny. It doesn't sound like anything else but funny. You know what I mean? Really, it's just funny. It has no meaning. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Do you have your hair? Yeah. Okay. She, the dumb want to speak up again. Wait, is it dumb or dung? I thought it was dung. Okay. I think D -U -N -G. it's like stuff you fleshed out the toilet this morning. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, I don't think I'm like Dung. I thought I was less than. But anyways, uh, the question that I have is, like, 
why is it that we're wrestling with the devil? Like, are we ever wrestling with God? Never wrestling with the devil. I mean, with God, you always, because you think you are the devil. You think the devil is you. That's why you fight with it. And so that's why I said, lay your weapon down, stop the fight. Because you're just fighting with the devil. You're not fighting with God. It's just the devil you argue with and identify with and stuff like that. And he wants you to fight for him, with him, because he wants to stay alive. He, he doesn't want you to just feel what she was feeling earlier and just sit, sit there and just feel it and just talking to her and make her think this or that. He doesn't want that. He wants her to get concerned and fight back. You might as well give up. You'll never get there. You this and you that. So it's not possible that God wants something out of my life and I'm wrestling with what I want and what God wants? No. God don't want nothing from you. He doesn't need anything from you. I thought God he, wanted he, us to worship him. He, what? Doesn't God want us to like praise him and worship him and no. to have a forget about that. Because once you overcome this far stuff, you will, all those things will take place in the right way. And at the right time, in the right it won't be all that emotional worshiping. I, I understand that. I guess I do wrestle with this. I wrestle with like I say this respectfully, but like the, the bond answer and beliefs that I, I, like I've really asked myself these questions. You ask yourself the question, the bond questions? Like the, the, the answer, like the bond answer versus an answer that I, I find to be true I promise you that if you pay attention to thoughts, you're going to, especially if you're serious about it, you're going to see when you're just giving them some answer to look good. Right. And you're going to see when you're giving the answer. And it may be the same words, but it will be a different seeing, a different meaning. And you'll see it. I'm going to have to just, smoke on that. Your only job is to be still and observe the not you. Observe the thoughts. Really. All of your troubles are in the thoughts. They're nowhere else. Because you make thoughts important and they're not. So let me do this. Any follow up? No, not at this point. Does this help? Very much so. Yeah. yeah. You understand now that thing in you that you're feeling. That's what I've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. It's never you. Yeah, I do. I understand. I've gotten some clarity. This has been good for me. I'm glad that happened right here. And you, you mentioned you brought it out. So I can tell you that's. That's what you want to die from. Right. That hard feeling like you want to give up, like it's not working. Satan is lying to you. I think today is a culmination. I'll make this super quick because I know time is running out. Um, but earlier this week, can I share this real quick? Yes. Earlier this week, um, my husband had ordered me this piece of jewelry that I wanted. I'm looking every time I see a UPS truck, I'm thinking, oh, that's, <laughs> that's it. And finally it shows up. I open the box in seconds, pull it out, put it on, it's gorgeous. The clasp is broken. So I'm like, what, what? So I call the company and I'm like, well, do you know the California Consumer Protection Act? Because they didn't want to give me the, they wanted to do all these things, they wanted me to jump through all these hoops. So I'm, you, you would have thought that someone bombed the whole block. Like, I'm in litigation over this necklace. And I'm sitting there on the phone, Jesse, for like two hours. And my husband gets home, and I'm like, look. And he said, okay, 
you have a car, right? Why didn't you just drive down the block 10 minutes to go to the jewelry store? But that would have been more. You would have, you already paid this much and then it would have been this much and that's not right. It's the principal. <laughs> it's the principal. And he's like, you're, you're crazy. Yeah. You're, you're just, you're crazy. So nice. after that moment, I'm sitting there like, what was that all about? Like, I chose that battle for no good reason. That had to have been the devil. It was. I didn't want that. It was. The first thing he did, because you were already excited about the jewelry, right? Couldn't wait to get it. And as soon as you get it, you open the box up, just happy, and then the thing is broken. Now you're sad and mad. It's just one emotion to another. But had you not been into your emotions, when you knew it was coming, okay, it's coming. Have a way to see, see it. And if it's broken or not, you'll be just fine. Right. But because you went from one emotion to another, which is of the devil, and I'm glad you see that. Because seeing it is changing it. Mm -hmm. That's going to change too if you see it. Right. Yeah. All right. Nice. You understand? Does it help a little bit? Let me just say this. Uh, who feel bad for Rochelle or felt bad for her because she lied? <laughs> <laughs> you, you feel bad for her? Um, and then I got to, I never answered the question about, Molly put about wishing myself. But you feel bad for her? Well, I, I had a feeling that where I was yeah. like, if it, if it was me, I would, I was channeling my own emotions. And yeah, of course. Yeah. And what did you do with it? I just sat with it. Nice. And then I thought, because this is what we do often, right? We call it empathy. Yeah. And I thought maybe that's just me projecting on her, which I am, right? Maybe she feels nothing. Maybe she's going through turmoil. Yeah. And then I. And that's good for. Yeah. And um, and then I thought I just reflected over like, oh, it's like I see you. Like this is a father's love in a way when you do it from. With, with no anger in a place of love. And you'll get to that place because <laughs> all judgment will disappear. With that old nature, as that old nature dying, all judgment will disappear and you will be able to go anywhere in this earth so the light can shine to you and you will have no judgment wherever you are of anyone. Yeah. And that's how God reached the one that tried to reach him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I feel like I'm at often where I can, you know, there is something coming up yeah. that wants me to like hook onto it and yes. surf this wave, right? And then it's just like I could recognize and I didn't feel like I identified it with it or drowned in this feeling of feeling sorry because that's just, again, coming back to our conversation of pity. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely felt all of that. Yes, sir. Yeah, see, you felt, you say you felt some for her? No, no, no. I was just, I was saying something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, Let me ahead. just wind this down there because they're going to yell at me. Yeah. Um, do you worship yourself? Anyone. I don't care who it is. Every time you listen to thoughts, every time you believe your imagination, you're worshiping yourself. Every time you believe it, every time you go with it, it's the imagination. That's why God said bring everything imagination into th uh, captivity. Bring every you're worshiping yourself when you believe thoughts. When you believe the imagination, you're worshiping yourself. And, and there are other stuff that you were naming, eating right, going to, you're supposed to take care of your body. You're supposed to work out. You're supposed to stay healthy. That's just practical common sense. 
but that's not you. You're not your body. You're not your thought. You're not yourself, right? And so that's why I asked, well, who is yourself? Who, who, who are you that you're doing all this stuff with, right? It's just your body. Oh, what's going to happen to? This is so nice. You're going to lose contact with the body. <laughs> you will have less. That doesn't mean you're not going to eat it, feed it, eat and stuff. But you're not going to be identified with your body anymore. It's going to be all spiritual for you because you are spirit. You're going to come, become so familiar with the real you, it's going to blow your mind. You're not going to walk around thinking about your body. Now that's a bond. That's deep. You will get there, but don't make yourself get there. And, and then all comparison is going to end. You want, you'll see a beautiful woman out there or a handsome guy, you won't think, oh, I wish I looked like that. Because you're not going to be into your body anymore. You will see that you're not your body. It's going to all happen naturally. <laughs> that makes sense? So uh, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. All right? And, and everything that you are going through, I had to go through it too. That's why I know about it. Had I not gone through it, I wouldn't know about it. All right? Okay. Rochelle, anything you want to say? Or you want to just keep the pain to yourself? Don't don't get no don't let us no don't don't let us say anything right now. Hold it until next week. All right. Feel the pain all week. The devil was telling me when you said she lied, I was like, wow, somebody getting it right. I realized someone got it. But the devil tell me, oh, you can't correct Rochelle. Rochelle's so nice. She bring food. She helped do the setup. She's helping with the Christmas. She loves you. She, he would tell me not to tell her anything. I'm, I'm sitting here, he's just talking to me. And, 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 and don't say that to Ro Poor Everybody love Rochelle. <laughs> yeah. He was totally telling me that. Not to do it, but I, I know the voice now. And you would come to know the devil voice, and it would just pass through you. And the voice of the Father would guide you. All right? So suffer your grief until next week. <laughs> and so uh, anytime you believe thoughts, you're worshiping yourself. And I know the devil tell you, well, you say you're not your thought, but you think you are your thoughts. So you're worshiping yourself. So just relax. Let them pass. Watch yourself. Don't let anyone out there or anyone in here save you from it. It's not you. All you have to do is to see the not you. And to see the not you is not going to like that you can see it. All right? And when you go into thoughts, just, oh, I'm in a thought. Come out. If you have to do it a hundred times a minute, don't, don't judge yourself. Oh, I'm falling back. It's not working. Don't believe those lies either. All right? Last word. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, I think that you have to uncover or let the big be uncovered so yes. that you can get to the small, almost the nothing that we're talking Absolutely. About. This is going to, if you guys stay with it out there in, in TV land and here, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, God love you. He's just trying to get rid of the not you. 
He's just trying to tell you, hey, that's not you. You've been bought and paid for. I own you now. The devil want to own you, but I own you. Stop identifying with these things. Brand new biblical question. Oh. Oh, let me tell you about what I ran into somebody out there somewhere in the world. And they would give me all the same thing about, oh, you hate your mama, you hate this. And they were like, oh, I ain't not, I'm not myself and all that. It was so flat. I knew they were lying. I knew it about it. And so when they finished, I didn't say a word. And they were like, well, aren't you going to say something? I was like, no. Why not? Because you just talked a bunch of crap. And they got so angry at me. They started yelling and screaming at me. And why you say I talked a bunch of crap? I know what I'm talking about. You said the same thing. And I said, you just talked a bunch of crap. And they got so mad, so I walked away. And then they found me later. They said, you were right. You were absolutely right. That's why I got mad, because you didn't praise me for it. I, I, and it was like, I got totally, I wanted to kill you. They were so mad because I didn't agree with it. Now, isn't that robotic? Yeah. Because it's the truth. Nobody can make you mad when you speak the truth. But they got terribly mad, and they said, you know, I really appreciate the way you dealt with that. I can now see that I was wrong. I didn't know. I was just saying, I know it's, it's the truth, but it's intellectual for me. They got mad. They wanted to hurt me. Isn't that amazing? But anyway, brand new biblical question. Why are we supposed to care what people say or think about us? No, is that right, James? Yes. Why are we supposed to care what people say or think about us? We've been told to care about that. And a lot of people do care. Why are we supposed to care? One, you want to respond to that? One time? And then we got it in. Uh, first of all, we were all conditioned like that way. They've always told us, the world has told us to care about what people say. Uh, my parents raised me like that too, but um, in a way, that kind of keeps society in order. Because like, if people don't care, that's why there's all this mess going around. You know, this whole trans thing, and, and everybody thinks that there's something that they're not, and you know, I don't care what people say, you know, that's their mentality. They should care what they say, you know. That's they want to be like they very just hide in a way, you know. They used, they've always existed, but they used to be hidden from society. Now they're all out there, and so. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. Now this is really a good question. I didn't know how good it was until now. Everybody got the question? Yeah. All right. When I come back next week, I want y'all to give me some feedback about it. All right. And don't force an answer, but. Smoke on it. All right. Okay. Merry Christmas. I hope this was so deep today. I don't. I got so much energy on what to do right now. <laughs> it was just life. I love the truth. I love the truth. And you will too if you stay with it. I don't care how rough it gets. Stay with it. Stay with it. And don't let anyone welcome those feelings. Go into them. Go on taking it to the Lord. That's what it means. In fear and trembling. All right. Um, any announcement, Nick? Yes. What? Women's Room.
Is this the third century? Latest, oh, this is, we gonna have a hootenanny one. This is the last one for the year. The latest form this Thursday night, the third Thursday night in the month. Latest form, all right, at 7 p.m. It's the last one for this year. And so come on out, ladies, at, it starts at 7 p.m. And uh, thank you all for your support. Merry Christmas. Work on you. Do the prayer and watch. People don't even do the prayer. How you, you know, uh, one little simple thing. God said, pray without ceasing. I'm not asking you to do the thing that God's not asking you to do. Because he knows how busy the devil is. He knows. And that you've already identified with the devil. So do the silent prayer and watch. All right? And I'll see you next week. We'll be on the show. We'll do the Super Chats tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Thank you all. Amazing. <laughs> My blow.